Welcome back to another episode of Our Community. I'm your host, Alfredo Diamond, local real estate agent, entrepreneur. I'm here with a special guest. I'm very excited to meet and hear more about his story. Mr. John Bodorf from Black Dog Printing. Welcome, John. Thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. John, let's let's jump right into it. Uh, Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from and then how you got to where you, you are now? I was born in Richmond. Okay. And uh, I was a troublemaker. You were? like Absolutely. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like coming back and starting the black dog thing and doing all of that. So uh, growing up here, there are so many things to complain about. And then being here as an adult, is uh, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit more obligation to kind of, you can't just complain about things and then without, you know, trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do something that was cool for kids, uh, someplace that was cool, someplace that was safe, and mm-hmm. kind of a community for uh, all the art nerds, okay, mm-hmm. the weirdos. <laughs> Tell me about that. So, what what, what kind of what did you put together ultimately? Um, a tattoo studio with a screen print shop attached to it, pretty much. Uh, uh, we get. Uh, my favorite is, like, we have high school teachers that will call us up and be like, I have this this kid who's really weird, and all they do is draw all day. Do you want to meet him? We're like, absolutely. Oh, wow. And then uh, one of our favorites, who that was one of their stories, uh, is now at Purdue for graphic design. Oh, wow. So it's cool to watch. That's a great success story. What took you, you know, your path? You know, um, you know, you were part, you were born here, you were, lived here in Richmond, mm-hmm. relocated. What ultimately brought you back here, and then what? What was the second part? Is what made you realize there was a there was some disconnect there, and there was an opportunity for you to provide a solution. We came back uh, because we had a kid, mm-hmm. and my wife's family is like all women, and we had no idea how to raise a kid. So we we're like, we should go to where there's support systems. Yeah. So that brought us back here, and then I worked for another shop, and just. Every time I'd kind of get frustrated or overworked, mm-hmm. I'd go home and put a little more effort into my own thing. And it got to the point where I was printing so many shirts out of my basement mm-hmm. and that my boss just had the talk of, like, you know, you're, you're spending a lot of time doing your thing and you're less, you know, spending you know, less time doing our thing here. Mm-hmm. He said I should probably make a choice, so I did. I quit my job. So, so okay, I won't talk about that, but so, like, so I heard you say tattoo – Shop, you work in tattooing? And then I don't, I don't. My wife oh, you is don't. a tattoo artist. Okay, okay. So then how did you bridge the two together to do the screen printing shirts and then? Uh, because we're both constantly drawing and creating. Okay. Like the two fields go hand in hand really well because if something, she comes up with a design and nobody wants to buy it or tattoo it or a painting or something like that, mm-hmm. you can always put it on a t-shirt and sell it. It's easier to sell a t-shirt for $20 mm-hmm. than a canvas painting for like you know $200. Okay, okay. So, so you quit your job. So, what what took you up to that point? When did you say, okay, you know, um, I want to do my own thing? What brought you to that point? Uh, probably fighting with my boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just getting fed up. Know that um, I had faith in myself. I knew I could do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, worst case scenario is I fail, yeah. and I just go back and get my old job back. How long have you been in business for yourself now? Seven years, maybe. Seven about. years. Getting started, what was that like? Terrifying. Terrifying? Yeah. What'd you go through? 
you don't know if you're going to get paid or if you're going to pay your bills, mm-hmm. if you're going to pay your rent, mm-hmm. yeah, all that. And it's still like that to some extent. When, when was and it? With having staff now, now you have to worry about them. Too. Yeah. So. When was it when, when you realized, okay, I've, I've kind of, I've got something here. When did that light bulb go off? Um, there were laws passed. This was the before Roe v. Wade, but there were a lot of laws being passed to uh, restrict uh, reproductive care towards women, and we kind of jumped on it, and we came up with a sticker, and it sold like well over 10000 in a week. Oh, and wow. then we used that money to buy a better press, and everything we've ever made has gone back into it. Okay. And when uh, when we, we saw those kind of numbers, we were like, we could do this. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. So you've been back here about seven years now in total? Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter's eight, so I've been here nine years. Okay, okay. So what, what motivates you to kind of, you know, I know you said it earlier on that there was kind of opportunities for, you know, things to improve and especially for, you know, certain kids and things like that. What What keeps you here in our community? I've traveled all over and I've lived in a bunch of places and this is the only place that's ever felt like home. Like when I think of my friends, the they're here. Mm-hmm. It's just bred into me. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of me. So I've got this uh, segment here that I call uh, Hot and Ready, Cold and Steady. Mm-hmm. Row City, Hot and Ready, Cold and Steady. And it's just a segment where we have a little bit of fun. I'm going to blurt out a few different uh, examples or topics uh, lo- locations or restaurants, and you just say, you know, what comes to mind, and just have a little fun with that. Okay, sound good? Yeah. All right, rock on. Okay, all right. Uh, we've got several parks in our in our area. Which is your favorite park? Glen Miller, because that's where I went when I was little, and I love taking my daughter there now, and What's seeing your, her get a, to do the things that I used to do. What's your favorite thing? T- top two things at Glen Miller? Uh, the ducks and the playground. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, if you have, ten, if I know you're a very, guy, very busy guy, if you have time to get dinner, <laughs> where would you where would you go? We eat a lot of Susie's Pizza now. Okay, it's always really good. Uh, I live with vegetarians, mm-hmm. so and I'm not, so it's really a struggle. Oh yeah, so yeah. I try to figure out how to feed everyone. How does that work? So not well. Not well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your favorite thing at Susie's Pizza? The people. Okay. Uh, Troy and Suzanne are awesome. They do cool stuff. Right on, right on. Um, you know, we've got several universities here, college ties here in, in our area. You know, between Earlham, Ivy Tech, IU East, what comes to mind? IU East, that's where I went. That's where you went? Yeah. Oh, we're alumni, here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I went there, and then I ended up in Bloomington. Okay. What was your focus? General art. Mm-hmm. I wasn't good at school, really. Yeah. Yeah, my thing. Uh, I wanted to be outside and running wild. Yeah, at the time. Yeah. So talk about that. So you kind of had to juggle that. So I mean, deep down, you know, you're in school, you're in college, and you're at a major university, IU, IU Bloomington down there, and but you really want to be, you know, doing your own thing out, not in class. Like how did you how did you manage that? I joined a band and went and lived in a van mm-hmm. with two other guys. What was, what was that like? Awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smelled. <laughs> it was fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything to tour and like play in a band and just, yeah, be young and dumb. Yeah. 
what I needed at the time. Yeah. And then, so did that kind of help you stay focused on school? Cause you wanted to stay down there every part of the band. I mean, how did, how did no, I dropped out? You did drop out. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. And uh, not so much cool, but uh, it's something I've always thought about going back to finish. And then I don't know. I just keep getting older. Well, I think what's cool is where you are right now, you know, being self-employed, having your own business, successful business. And, you know, that you just realized that didn't work out. May have been in your way at a time, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think things worked out the way they were, the way they did for a reason. Like, it just all kind of, all, all the paths just kind of lined up to put me where I'm at. Mm-hmm. With, with your experience, you know, if you see, see someone there that's younger or someone that's, uh, maybe aspiring to have their own business or open a tattoo shop or screen printing business and knowing the path that you've, that you've taken and things you've gone through and your obstacles, what advice would you share if, with someone if you can help them out? You're going to fail and you're going to fail a lot and you have to learn how to work around that and to pick yourself up and move forward. Like I've failed more times than a lot of people have even tried, I would guess. Mm-hmm. I'm just not afraid to fail. Can you talk about, you know, an example, uh, you know, like quitting your job before you make enough money to pay your rent is a, a gamble mm-hmm. and uh, it paid off for me and it won't for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any setbacks since? Absolutely. Constantly. What's the key to getting over those, those setbacks? Resilience. I would say I don't want to, I don't want to go back to my old job. Mm-hmm. Like this is it. This is what I'm going to do. And yeah. I'm going to fight. Yeah. And that's what I'm good at. So. Is there one person or business that you haven't had a chance to work with or collaborate with that you would like to, that you said, man, I got this idea. I think together we can make this happen. Who would that be? It was tabletop, but yeah, mm-hmm. things didn't work out that way. Um, and now retro rush, we do a lot of sponsors for their super smash brawls and whatnot. And that's always very cool. Okay. Okay. We get to work with amigos. We get to work with so many cool people that mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I don't think uh, there's a business that I haven't really gotten to do what I'd like to with them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, can you share a memorable moment, uh, something positive that sticks out in your mind with, of your involvement within the community? Um, you know, like earlier you mentioned, you know, working with students and, and high school teachers and things like that. Mm-hmm. What's something that you're really that you're really proud of? Raising $10,000 for the small businesses during COVID. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And that, yeah, all that, we did was take the logo, put it on a t-shirt, sold them for like 20 bucks and gave 10 bucks to each business. How did, how did you get the word out that you, that you, you had these stickers and I mean, how did that all just kind of word of mouth just kind of uh, lightning struck? Yeah. yeah. It was just, I don't know. Yeah. It just kind of took off. Um, uh, in the beginning, we we sold like the ten thousand stickers during uh, you know a lot of the abortion stuff going on in the world. Uh, that was awful. That was kind of like going semi viral, I would guess. And like it lasted two weeks, and people were finding like our personal phone numbers and emails and mm-hmm. harassing us. And oh wow, there was a lot of threats and stuff like that for being pro choice and being loud about it. Oh wow. But, you know, after two weeks, something else happens and people move on and forget. That's, in, that's interesting. Uh, are there any uh, 
upcoming projects or events that you want to promote that you'd like to share with us today? I think, um, I'm going to say it's May 6th, but I'm not positive on that. Mm -hmm. I think we never had a formal grand, like, housewarming or opening or anything like that. So I think we may do that this year and get, like, what the truck to, you know, station, you know, set up outside and uh, probably, like, elevated tees and a couple other businesses. Are you are you a member of the Chamber of Commerce? No, I'm not. You're not? Okay. Might need to talk to you about that. <laughs> uh, you know, they do a good job going around and uh, making sure that uh, businesses, local businesses get their proper exposure, you know, people that didn't have grand openings yeah. or reintroductions, you know, things like that. So it might be some benefit there for, to talk about that with you. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I'm, a, I'm a member of the Chamber. Um, is there any particular organization or customer, client, staff member that you'd like to give a shout out to today? And my shout out would go to Crystal who works with us. Uh, she's the powerhouse of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get orders from Reed for like 1200 shirts, she'll knock them out in four days. And she's just a monster when it comes to her work ethic. It's, it's quite incredible. Shout out Crystal. Crystal, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Crystal. Great job. You've been in Brooke. My whole team's great. You have a staff of three? Uh, roughly, yeah. Okay. Okay. Shout out to the staff at Black Dog Printing. Yeah. Um, so you got, you've been in our community, you know, you kind of grew up here, you transitioned away, you came back, you've been here a while now. You see things that are going on in our community. You see the movers and shakers. You see things that are happening. You see, you know, the, the uh, downtown, the funds that we receive and things like that. You're hearing about that stuff. What letter grade, A through F, would you give our community from your perspective? As far as like the effort and everything in A. Yeah, okay. there are people trying, mm-hmm. like from the Hillards to Retro Rush to Susie's Pizza coming down here. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, we did our time on the promenade. We want to see this succeed, and we're in the corner to help make that happen. We want to see Richmond do better and, uh, you know, the downtown get some life brought back to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see the city spend less time, like, uh, the depot's cool and all. Mm-hmm. We focus so much on that and less on the downtown and the main strip and, Strip could definitely use some love too. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement around and buzz around that. Uh, shout out yourself, man. You know, uh, your, your path you've taken and the obstacles you overcome. I mean, that's a very interesting story and deserves a round of applause for that. So, so hats off to you. Thank you. Uh, I have a lot of respect for local entrepreneurs and, and small business owners. So, um, where's your location at, though? We are at South, uh, at 711 South 9th Street, uh, kind of. North of the Dairy Queen on the south side. And the building's like, we painted it all black. You can't miss it. Can't Put miss it. Put our name it. Uh, big enough to see it from across the town. So. 709 South. 711. 711 like station, South yeah. 9th Street. That's how I remember it. It's a gas station. Richmond, Indiana. All right. Well, John, it's been a pleasure. I thank Absolutely. you for your time and joining me today. And for your printing needs, make sure you hit John up here. Uh, tattoos, also hit John up. So keep us in mind here. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you.